is the Big Kids Show. I am Brian, aka Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if just for a little bit. Today, I'm extremely excited because we are playing Draft Day. Yes, that's right, fellas. It's Draft Day, everyone. And I have Marcus and Big Nick with me today, and we're going to get our draft on. That's right. All right, as I said, we're playing draft day where each one of us big kids will make one selection in each of the five rounds. Yes, count them. One, two, three, four, five rounds. The difference this time is we'll be drafting using the traditional fantasy football style of snake draft, where the order goes one, two, three, then reverses three, two, one. This is to keep the drafting fair since there's an obvious obvious benefit to having the first overall pick. Today, we are drafting the greatest 1990s NBA basketball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Five NBA players selected by each team as long as that player was on an active NBA roster somewhere between 1990 and 1999. In my humble opinion, this is the golden era of NBA basketball. And some of my favorite players have come out of the late 80s and early 90s. Gentlemen, so before with the draft, let's announce our team names for all the big kids competing here today. Big Nick, hit me with that team name, buddy. So I will be playing and drafting the championship team and the championship team this year, you will know them as the space monkey mafia. (laughs) Wow. It's a mafia created by monkeys that have been sent to outer space. That's some hardcore monkeys, man. Big Nick, just pure amazing. All right, Mr. Marcus, let's hear that sweet, sweet team name, buddy. Well, sometimes you just got to call it like it is. So I'm going to do just that. We're going to go with the actual championship team name, which is Pippin Ain't Easy. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be really rough when you don't end up with Scotty Pippin on your team. You shut your dirty mouth. (laughs) Mr. Marcus. You're praying for that number one pick. That number one pick. Fascinating. All right, well, with my team that it sounds like I'm not going to be the championship team because we got two champions, I'm going to go with The post-up Malones. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you're right. All right, so we have with us the fabulous and super attractive Tira is going to draw names out of the hats. And it's legit, guys, so don't think I'm cheating. Names out of the hats. How many hats do you have? Put all the names in one hat and pull from there. All right, Big Nick. All right, Tira, give me the first name. (laughs) Get open it up for me, please. Open it up. Man, making it the I got my hands tied here. All right, Mr. Big Nick gets the number one draft pick. All right. Number one, we got Space Monkey Mafia. All right. Boo this man. All right, number two. It is Mr. B. So post up Malone's at number two. Boo. And that makes Marcus Zig pimping ain't easy at number three. All right. We got. Hold on. Let me just say something real quick. This is the second draft that I've gotten the shaft in the last pick. I just want to point that out. That is true. That is true. Before we get oh, into I this, I would like to do something that it's almost unheard of. But we want a little action. We want some action in this draft. The Space Monkey Mafias. Not Mafias. Space More Monkey than one Mafia? mafia? <laughs> yeah. Well, the hats. The names <laughs> in the hats got me thrown off. We're just going to plural everything. Um, <laughs> the Space Monkey Mafia. Mr. Mark would like to offer you a trade. The oh, first wow. overall pick for Man. the for your selection spot, which would give me the three and the four. Oh, that's right. What say you? What say you? 
You don't want that, buddy. You don't want that. Let me three think and, about three that. Three and four is probably the best right now. But I like to, I like uh, three and four. Here's the here's the issue. Let me walk everybody through this. Where where I'm at. Long time, or, you know. Okay, it's going to take quite some time. Yeah. So <laughs> buckle in, everybody. The general thought here is that Michael Jordan is without argument. I mean, you don't yes. even need to argue. He's the best player of the '90s. He's probably the best basketball player of all time ever. So the thought being is Michael Jordan better than getting the three and the four who would be considered the third and fourth best players of the entire decade of the 1990s. That's what I'm weighing here. That's what I'm mm. weighing. It's an enticing offer. Big Nick. Um, let me think about that. No, I'm going to decline. Oh, I'm gonna decline. shit. All right. Decline. Solid so, decline. Because if be- I look at my big board, <laughs> as great as Michael Jordan is, Pippin ain't easy. That's all and, I re- and remember, we're we're creating. Wait our- till I take Scotty Pippen with the first pick. <laughs> yeah, we're creating our own greatest 1990s NBA team. So that's key. All right, Big Nick, Space Monkey Mafia, on the clock. Okay, so let's explain real quickly what that means, what that entails, as I lay out for you the first pick of this fantastic draft that I'm about to lay down. All right. right, sir. So we, we're going to build a team of five guys, five guys that played in the 1990s basketball. What a great decade for basketball. Mark, that's consists of 10 years. Um, <laughs> and what we're looking for here is you want an actual team, right? You want guys, you can't put out five point guards together. It just won't work. So you need some cohesiveness, as they say in the in the business. And I am going to start off with the greatest basketball player of all time. You may know him from the, the shoes, the, the famous shoes that he put out for the last several decades. He is Mr. Air Jordan himself. Mr. Michael Jordan will be the captain of the space monkey mafia. And also the star of space jam, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that this, that this happened and it happened in this manner. So, Guess what? Mr. B, second letter of the alphabet, also second pick of our draft. You are now officially on the clock. The post-up Malones, what say you? So, easy decision. I'm going to go with a big man, the Hakeem, the dream, Olajuwon, boom, center, lock it in. Good Solid pick. pick. Good pick. 1994 yeah, good pick. NBA MVP, all kinds of crazy stats, and it just... Watch some highlights. Dude just blocks everybody. He is arguably the best defensive player of the entire decade. Yeah, he was number two on my list for sure. Yeah, he's – and it's just – I mean, even before this, I, like, watched some, like, clips of some of those guys. And just – I mean, the stuff was – it's just awesome to watch, really. I mean, if you like little highlight clips, type in Akeem Olajuwon. You'll you'll have a good time. Very nice. And – that brings us to the last pick of the first round. We have the Pippin Ain't Easy team picking in the three spot, and they will be on the board on the clock immediately after this pick with the fourth pick. But, Mark, what say you for pick number three? So the fact that we're doing the snake-style draft, and I get two in a row here, makes this it's very challenging. As I look at my board, because... 
There's definitely one guy that I'm just going to go ahead and say with my third pick, we got to go and steal underneath the team name of Carl Malone and put him <laughs> on Pippin Ain't Easy. That's so not, that's not cool, man. That's not cool. When I look at that, that immediately leaves me with some interesting options because his partner in crime is still out there. Or do I just want to solidify the big men? Hmm. Hmm. I think. Well, and even based upon I, before you, I got I got to talk about my man Carl Malone there. Yeah, Dude, please, please. The the mailman, he was just awesome. I mean, I don't. I just I, I love Carl Malone. Was he the number two scorer of the decade? He he was really up there on on points average uh, per game. So he was let's see twenty seven point two points per game during the nineties, ten point seven rebounds. So he averaged a double uh, he shot, double. He shot fifty three percent from the field. Plus, you have to. He was two time MVP of the league, which just being an MVP is amazing. But two time MVP. Um, even with some of the weird stuff you heard about later in life, he's Carl Malone. Well, he was the All NBA first team every single year of the decade. Oh yeah, and made the playoffs all ten seasons. I mean, you know. That, that tells you he's doing something right. He Commonly was probably gone. league MVP a couple times as well during that decade. I just said but actually he led all player, twice players twice in total. Big Nick. Oh, he led bad. players in all total points in the 90s, Nick. So he actually led in all and had more points during that decade than anyone in the 80s, 2000s, or 2010s. That's because Air Jordan went and played baseball for a little bit. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Jordan so rides the bus. Anyway, back to the good stuff. So number four pick. So, I, man, this is tough. There is some highly talented gentlemen Heavy out hitters. There. I think, I think I'm going to have to go with his partner in crime and just get the Utah Jazz connection going on here. I'm going to go John Stockton. You need a captain of the ship. And John Stockton is probably one of the best captains that was out there in the 90s. Plus, there's already the good chemistry between Johnny and old Carl. So John Stockton, fourth well, pick. He's one that lock it in. Look up, look up his like. I can give give me two seconds here. Dude just averaged assists like. It was yeah, crazy. he averaged twelve assists per game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's insane. Average, it, yeah. yeah, eight All Star appearances, four All Defensive Team selections. He was an All Star Game MVP, seven time assist champion. I mean, somebody's got to feed the scores the rock, and it's going to be John Stockton. He can score himself. He can push it in, pass it over to the mailman, and let the mailman deliver. Both of these guys were on the original dream team. And here we are sitting on the clock. We have Mr. B staring down some really good ball players. Who will be the second player applied to your team? And because, you know, the post-up Malones like to dominate not only the paint, but we like to post up and we like to destroy you. We're going to go with the Admiral David Robinson. Oh, yes. Good choice. You talk. You, you robbed me. Also, he was 95 NBA MVP and 92 NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, won the championship 99. Plus, I don't know if, if you've ever... The dude's like seven one, but looks like he's a male model. Like he's like no body fat and just ripped. Yeah, so he's ripped. I want oh, David. I got man, David. I, think about already in the paint. You got Hakeem Olajuwon and David Robinson. Pick, take your pick. Take your pick. You, 
you stole my idea. I wanted to put Mr. Robinson, the Admiral, in the four spot and put a put a bigger, wider body at the five spot. So I love the two-headed monster that you've created with Olajuwon and Mr. Robinson. You're not going to you're not going to like it when we play you and destroy you. Absolutely brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah, well, my, te- my team's pretty much the greatest team already, so you guys lose. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. That's enough. All right, go ahead. For <laughs> the second pick and the final pick in the second round of the all 90s team NBA draft, we have the Space Monkey Mafia, Mr. Big Nick on the clock staring down some Really good players here. I see Mr. Pippen is on the board, and I know the team name is Pippen Ain't Easy, but I will tell you, Mr. Mark, right now, you're making Pippen look pretty easy, right? (laughs) He's there for the taking. Your team looks good. Do I? You already paired up the two Utah Jazz players. The two Utes. Do I now pair up (laughs) the two Chicago Bulls? There and is a we, pair in the making. Then. This would be like NBA Jam. It would be yeah. They NBA they could, they combine like you know if you put Pippen with Jordan, was that like was it six NBA championships? Seven, I, I, yeah, I don't think they won that much. Did they? They, they I were think it was at least six. No, those guys were average. <laughs> they, were they were average. I, I thought those. I had those guys as like fifth round picks on my yeah, board. They probably know. wouldn't even make it in our eighth grade basketball yeah. league. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Not mine. All right, okay, with the final pick in the second round. The Space Monkey Mafia will go with Shaquille O'Neal. <sighs> Son of a... Mr. Superman himself. Can you imagine that? Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal on the same team. Can you imagine the fights that will break out at practice between those two? Yeah, the chemistry's way off. It's way off. <laughs> I have gotta... heard Shaq say that he was a better ball player than Michael Jordan, and I love that about him. I would love to. I'm going to put them both on the court at the same time and ask that question to see what happens. I want to see the fallout. While your team's fighting, Nick, me and Mr. B's team's going to be scoring yeah. points. Well, I'm just going to be blocking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My team is not fighting. The final score of the game against me is going to be 12 nothing. I win. <laughs> <laughs> My team is not fighting. And mind you, I have Shaq, okay? I have Shaq. The 300-pounder, so, yes. Right, but he can, dude, he can handle Olajuwon a little bit. He can handle Robinson a little bit. So I'm Have you seen go Blue with, Chips? He can yeah. handle anybody. Yeah. That's right. Underrated movie, by ne- the way. Neon Budo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Normally, actually, I wouldn't do this. Normally, I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to go Scotty Pippen with the first You pick the son round. of a... <laughs> Pippen ain't easy. Uh, no, that's a good pick. All right. So Although, I'm... I had him way further down my board, if I'm being 100% honest. but Double burn. I had him it's way right. down on my board as well, but the, the problem is once you get Jordan... It's almost like, right, you order a burger and fries, right? He's the fries <laughs> to my Air Jordan burger that's so big and juicy and delicious. So with right now what we're looking at here, boys and girls, we have the Space Monkey Mafia looking very, very dominant. We have Michael Air Jordan, Scotty, It Ain't Easy Pippin, and Shaquille O'Neal on the Space Monkey Mafia. And we have Mr. B., Staring down some good ball players, looking to pick up his third guy. You going to go score here? Do you need? I mean, Robinson's a big time score. Lajuan, big time score. Also, both very good defenders. Do you just go? Do you need? You need a ball guy. 
somebody with some handles. Somebody's got to score some points on don't, this don't team. You, don't, don't, you, don't you worry about my team, all right? So, <laughs> so what we go with next is, again, I have a unique feel for the 90s basketball. <laughs> and we're going to go with 1993 NBA MVP, the round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley. Ooh. Oh, Charles, Man, King yeah, Charles. We're going power forward. Yeah, it's a good pick. I mean, I, he was definitely I, – I thought he would fall through the cracks. So that's you definitely a quality choice. You could put him at forward. You could put him at uh, shooting guard. You could put him at point if you had to. Well, and it's – it's he averaged only 11 and a half rebounds a game. And if you remember, he wasn't that tall. Like, he was, isn't he only like 6'6 six, six or 6'7? Six, I mean, that's tall for an average human, but not in the NBA. Um, right. Again, 93 MVP, eight-time All-Star uh, – I mean, when your nickname is Round Mound of Rebound, you're getting the rebounds, buddy. <laughs> so guess what? Every time you shoot, nobody's getting rebounds, but post up balloons. Quality choice. All Thank right. You, so I guess. Well, I will Big say Nick. this. Mr. Chaz Barkley has probably the ugliest golf swing that I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. So, Oh, Sir, 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 Sir Charles is not a good golfer. You got that going for Plus, it. All right. Well, little, hang on, a little side tip. We uh, we were in Vegas years ago and saw Sir Charles in a casino. And, of course, my father's like, Charles Barkley. And he just holds his hand up and goes, he goes, hey. Hey. <laughs> and now we're now we're, we're best fan, friends. I mean, we, we have Thanksgiving together with him all the time. It's amazing. You, you, That's you, awesome. You, at least you were acknowledged. Yeah, He's he going to appreciate that you picked like, him on his team. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right. With all of that, we have what? I can't get a team recap. We have Mark <laughs> coming up. Yeah, let's give, go ahead and take a look at Mr. B's team here. We have Elajuan, the dream, the dream. We have the Admiral, Mr. Robinson, probably putting him at the four, I would guess, and and put Elajuan at the five. And then we have Mr. Chaz Charles, Sir Charles Barkley, round bound of uh, rebound. Round mound of rebound for the third pick for Mr. B's fantastic team that he's putting together now on the board on the clock. We have Mark who is staring down some really good ball players. So it's interesting with uh, Mr. Brian's approach because he's got a lot of big guys. I don't, oh. I don't see any quick guys that can, you know, make some things happen. So we don't need to run fast. I'm going to go ahead and start uh, milking <laughs> that side of the ball because I got one big guy, and you guys both have centers already. So I think I can just hold off on the center for right now. So I've got Carl Malone and John Stockton. So I got one big, one small. Let's fill in the gaps. So I like guys that can drain nice some, th <laughs> some three pointers. I need some guys that can score points like they mean it. So if we're talking about that, we're talking about Reggie Miller, oh, Indiana Pacers. Reggie, Reggie. I got my shooting Miller. guard. So Reggie Miller, 21 points a game, um, four all-star appearances, three all-NBA selections. I mean, you know, the guy could make shots from all over the place. And if anybody ever watched the documentary, uh, the Last Dance that was on ESPN. Fantastic 90s documentary with an even better soundtrack, by the way. Um, but could never it, get it done in a championship. Good tidbits with them. But now he's got he's got the two Utes with him. So it's going to change mm. things a little bit. Well, and, and funny joke, 
uh, I think I was watching. I, I might have been something similar that that he's not even the best basketball player in his family. <laughs> <laughs> his, his sister uh his sister's uh, badass yeah, yeah she just yeah uh, is it leslie miller i I'm, mm-hmm. yeah let's go with that but she i mean i think even she they joke like she can beat him in one-on-one so think about that you are a hall of fame basketball player and you're not even the best basketball player in your family <laughs> i think i get any family members that come with the person you dress also right? yeah, I mean, you yeah. have a, you have a woman player too that's fine i mean we're why we're not o- man we're why open to sexist? all sexes and everything on Absolutely. this on this show yeah if she can ball i'm all about oh, it she so. can ball she can ball baby all right all right so <laughs> i'm gonna keep uh keep filling in the gaps here guys because again i think uh you know, I think I can leave some big men out there for a little bit later and, and feel okay about it. So we, we will see. <laughs> let's go with uh, another guy that knew how to score some points. Um, I think, you know, while Brian's over there trying to block everybody, I'm, I'm going to get some guys that will just go right around him. And somebody who was extremely good at that was Clyde the Glide Drexler. I like that pick, buddy. That's a good pick. So now, if you look back, I got John Stockton feeding the ball to either Reggie Miller, to Clyde the Glide, to Carl Malone. We got some options there, and I still got room for a big guy left on my team. Well, and you know this, sometimes it was confused. So technically, Clyde Drexler had played small forward, but sometimes was thought of as, excuse me, a shooting guard. So in my scheme, he's going to he's going to slide and glide over into that small forward position again because you can't put Reggie Miller there. He's got to be the shooting guard. There you go. Right. So well, I'm going I'm going to put Drexler right in as a small forward there. No, I I loved watching Clyde the Glide. So he they want uh Portland, he played for the Portland Trailblazers. I love that team name. Uh won the uh championship in 95 and he was a seven-time All-Star. So I I I love that pick, buddy, at number 10. Absolutely. A steal. A steal. Steal. I didn't think he'd be there, but he's there. Very good. Good work, gentlemen. Good work. That brings us back to Mr. B for pick number four on your team there, buddy. Do we have a limit on the number of centers we can have on our team? (laughs) No, we do not. But keep in mind, I mean, you're trying to build a somewhat realistic team here. Well, but I mean, if my team just is towering over you, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? They're gonna that get has run around. been tried. We've seen that tried, and it often doesn't work out that great. So we're gonna go with. A but man. go ahead, do it. Yeah, no, hey, I know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> with the 11th pick of our 1990s NBA Super Draft, um, I'm gonna go with the glove, Gary Payton, oh, point guard, good Seattle pick. SuperSonics. Good pick, Very dude. Good pick. dude he was next dude, on my board. Dude was 96 NBA Defensive Player of the Year, five-time NBA All Star, um, averaged like two and a half steals a game, um, plus had a handle like I don't know. Insert funny joke. He was was great player. So <laughs> I, I, I really like Gary Payton. So there we go, Gary Payton. Yeah. Defensive skills were incredible. Um, and you know what? To be honest with you, Mr. B, he was next on my board as well. I need a point. I need a point. And I was thinking about putting him at the point there. Uh, well, fantastic. what I'm doing is I'm just looking over at your list, Big Nick. That's why. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what kind of strategy you got. Let's just look at Big Nick's and be like, oh, uh, I like that one. Well, it's funny in the uh, 
in the the finals, George Carl, their coach, actually moved him over to guard Michael Jordan in the series to avoid because they were actually getting run over by the Bulls. The Sonics were, mm-hmm. um, so they moved Gary Payton over. So I mean, the guy was talented, but he he played some defense. I mean, he was probably, arguably, maybe one of the best defensive point guards of all time. So well, and there's a famous there's a famous highlight from the '90s, and I believe it was might have been in that series where he steals the ball from Michael Jordan and Jordan tries to guard him as they go back down the court and Peyton one-on-one then scores on him. So he steals the ball. He either stealed it or maybe it was a block. I can't remember one of the two, but he makes this great defensive play on the, on the best ball player of all time. Right. And then takes him down the court one-on-one scores on him. And you know, he, the ref puts the ball out of bounds so a Chicago Bull could inbound it. And you see Jordan turn and look at Peyton, and Peyton gives him this look like, Yeah, I just did that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just it, did that, and I did that to you. That yeah. was, the, it was the 96 NBA Finals. And yeah, watch that, you know, watch some of that, and you'll see how much him I and he, as much as anyone can shut down Michael Jordan, the glove did it. He was defensive player of the year that year. 95-96. Yes. yes. So, I mean, he obviously, you know, when you can shut down a guy like Michael Jordan, when, when you can change the dynamics of a series that contains oh, yeah. an all-star and, like Michael Jordan, that shows you something. Yeah, and again, shut down is a loose word, but instead of letting him score 35 on you, I mean, even holding him to 15 is, like, amazing. Yeah, exactly. Here's where things get difficult. Uh-oh. Whoop, whoop. I need a point guard. There's not too many guys left on the board. No, there's not. Uh, I, know, I know a couple guys. I play point guard. I know. I, I I got a few guys. I got two guys that are actually on my big board that did play point, and they both share. They know John the, Stockton. Nope. They share the la- same last name. Oh, yeah. Those are the same guys I got on my board. And I'm. which one do you go with? Do I go? Uh, this is difficult. I know which way I go. I, I can't. I can't tip too much. I, I'm, I'm about to say something I shouldn't say. That careful, you know. buddy. Careful. Yeah. Well, you got your point guard. You got a couple of uh, little guys. Pinch your. Uh, hmm. Let's uh, hear that. Let's hear that pick, Big Nick. All right. So, with the fourth round pick for Mr. Big Nick, the uh, GM and also <laughs> owner. I do like a Jerry Jones type thing on my team. I own the team and I play general manager. You're not only the, only the owner; you're also a client. Plus, you know, I might even I might even suit up and play ball once yeah, in a while. If hey, I feel like and the, I those, own the damn the, team. Those Space Monkey Mafia jerseys are selling like hotcakes. That's right. That's like right. hotcakes. <laughs> right. It's the one with the monkey who's in a. He's in like this three piece pinstripe soup suit, and he's also got the glass bowl around his head so he can go out into outer space and what, still. Breathe. What about like the uh, Tommy gun too? <laughs> right yeah of course yeah. Tommy gun duh and a cigar duh. a cigar sticking out of the the helmet i mean something like that what have you never seen sports before don't all <laughs> the mascots have tommy guns <laughs> Goodness. come on well, all right we so living in? with the fourth round pick the space monkey mafia will very proudly select a man with one of the greatest first names of all time Anthony Penny Hardaway. Pinch your pennies. Pinch your pennies. I'm going to go with Anthony Hardaway. And guess what that makes me have? I got two 
fantastic. The two best Chicago Bulls of all time on the team. I also can, have Mr. Shaquille Superman O'Neal. Well, Penny, his Penny, boy, Penny, Penny Pincher, Anthony Hardaway throwing the ball around, slinging, slinging the rock. Well, you and, can film the remake of Blue Chips immediately with your team. It will be like Blue <laughs> Chips meets Space Jam. Well, and, and, and Big Nick, you arguably have like, excuse me, uh, like when they talk about duos <laughs> in basketball, the, the Penny Shaq duo, the Jordan Pippen duo, you got both that's of true. those on a team. So that's, that's pretty awesome. That's true. And I always, I really liked Penny Hardaway early in his career. He was very tall and really fast for point guard. I yep. mean, you remember, isn't he like six, eight or something and played point guard? Great handles. He's long, he's lean, he's quick. He can and, jump out of the gym. Yeah. And that was before yeah. these, the NBA guys, now, now everybody's six, eight and above, but remember he was huge for a point guard. I mean, imagine, yeah. and, I mean, let's, Put uh, John Stockton on Penny Hardaway and see if he can He played some shooting guard and then small forward even. I mean, at, yeah, at well, certain and, points. And that's the thing is so, they, can move, they can move him around. But, I mean, I think initially yeah. he was a point guard. He was, and he came in and actually he um, – I can't remember who the guy was that was on his team that was the veteran. But it took about a half a season for him to unseat the starter. But then eventually they moved him in at point and he stayed yeah, there. Because he was a four-time All-Star, uh, 19 points a game. What uh, six assists a game? Um, plus, now, also I'll, I'll amazing Nick, actor in Blue Chips. You already brought that up, so he was he was the <laughs> he was the lower of the two on my list, Nick. But he's still a phenomenal player. So I mean, you can't. can't well, and do, do you remember this is this is a deep track? You remember in the nineties, uh, late nineties, I think the Little Penny commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just those alone. I mean, that's that's it gives you an extra like twenty points a game just off those commercials. So good job. I gotta, oh, didn't they have that in the the one music video too? The um, oh, I can't think of those guys. It was an R and B group, and I think they had the little penny in their uh, in their music video. Well, no diggity. What about the no diggity? What no diggity, that? no doubt. We might have to do some homework <laughs> on that. But I just, I, rem- have, I remember the little show. I, I remember the Nike Little Penny commercials during the '90s, and yeah, so great pick there. The tallest I've got a, guard in the world. I got a quick little uh, trivia question for you guys, if you're game for it. Yep, Ooh, I like so, trivia. Let's bet so twelve. Penny Nick, Hardaway was Big Nick, selected. Let's bet, let's bet twelve bucks on this one. <laughs> so Penny Hardaway was selected by the Golden State Warriors in the first round of the '93 draft, right? So he was picked third overall. He got traded along with three future first round picks to the Orlando Magic. Who? So they they basically got the first overall pick. Essentially, the Golden State did. Who did a Golden State pick with that draft pick? Ooh, I, go ahead. Go can ahead. I go first? You go ahead, Big Nick. It's a 1993 well, NBA draft. Okay, I know, I know what we're talking about here. Okay, okay, okay. How about? C-Web, Mr. Chris Weber. You are correct, sir. Boom, son. Boom. That was a hell of a guess. <laughs> oh, and that, that's, that's how you lose $12 real fast, kids. <laughs> so the Orlando Magic was actually going to draft Weber and put him with Shaquille O'Neal. And then Hardaway right. requested a workout to show why he should be the pick. And I guess he participated in a pickup basketball game. And, uh, yeah, impressed him enough to, to make the trade. And I, I remember once he was on the team with Shaquille O'Neal, I, like I loved the Magic. I think I might even had an Orlando Magic jersey mm. in, the, in the Bulls at 93 or 94. And I 
just I loved watching that team because Shaquille O'Neal was such a big presence and and Penny Hardaway was this just tall kind of imposing athlete. So I I, I, I owe you twelve bucks twelve bucks, big guy. Let me ask you this, Mr. B. Your the the Orlando Magic jersey that you had, was it the blue you know the blue that had the white pinstripe? It was the oh, white. Yeah. It was the home. The white one. It was the white jersey. Okay. I had, okay. It was like white, white with the bluish gray stripes or whatever. It's a good look. That blue with the white pinstripe was a. That was a good look. Yes. That yes. Was I, thought, a good look. I, I, I couldn't I afford the white that with one. the I, blue. Was good. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, I could yeah. only have the white one, and you know what? And it was a generic one because it didn't even have a number on it or a player. <laughs> So, well, it was, but it was just a, it just said magic, and I was like, I love this jersey. <laughs> we talked about this a few weeks ago. Your your father in the backyard chopping down trees and in, in, in constructing furniture. Uh, so, yeah, we I can't mean, we can't afford name brand jerseys. What I didn't expect about? you to have the the legit jersey. No, nobody expected that. Somebody better start sewing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what, boys and girls? That leaves me with the final pick of or the first pick of the fifth round. Ooh, my final, final pick, round. But the first pick of the final round. And I'm looking right. forward to a fun recap because this is it's this uh, it's looking spicy with all the teams you got here and the players. I mean I, spicy. I I love the picks and I love where you guys are forming these teams and I really just am amazed at how much better my team is than yours. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Really. <laughs> really. I thought the compliment was coming. Oh, I should have yeah. known. You see me? You see me bait you on that one a little bit? Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I agree with that at all. Yeah, um, I was gonna okay, say. so so while we were on the topic of NBA trivia, I got a I got a trivia question for you guys. Ooh. False. Okay. Well, Mr. B is wrong. <laughs> Do you guys care to make a wager on this? Please. One? I mean, twelve dollars. I think go, is the, the going. Yeah, let's rate. go with twelve bucks again. Okay, here's apparently, what we're gonna go with. Apparently, I have something with twelve. So you. Here's the question. Who? And you know what, Mr. B, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, answer first, yes. since you already owe me twelve dollars in your face, Marcus. Last because to be pick. honest with you, if Last you get pick. this right, you getting $12 from Mark is the most likely way that I get $12 from you. That's <laughs> actually true. That's that's a solid point. Because we can bypass now you and Mark sense. can just give me the $12 <laughs> yeah, it, it, and we'll be done. That's a solid point. I actually have $12 to give. <laughs> so everybody knows that Mr. Shaquille O'Neal, who is on the best team ever created so far the space monkey mafia he was drafted number one the year that he was drafted right who was drafted after mr shaq o'neal what year was the draft do you remember number two in that shaq o'neal draft i'll look up the year real quick i think i'm going to take a stab and i believe it was alonzo morning that is correct wow Correct. It and looks it like I am going to get my twelve dollars. Man, well, hang on. I, go I to the that, bank. I, I need that money to go through me first, so I can. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta <laughs> skim some off the top. <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta do some stuff with some insurance related things. So that's gonna Posters have to go, and handling tax. That's gonna have to go through me first, Marcus. But but don't worry, Big Nick. You'll get your money in six to eight weeks. 
So it's I'm like a guessing, rebate. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm guessing he, that would have been the 92 draft. I think, yeah, I think 92 draft is right. Because the 92, 93. 93. So. It was because Hardaway was the following year. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and if you remember, uh, just a side note, the, remember, because the NBA does the lottery of the, like, the 12 worst teams, right? Yeah. Like, right. And so it, that year, was, it was the Shaq lottery. I mean, literally, like, everyone yeah. knew Shaq was the number one pick. And so they literally, all the balls are going around. And then the Ma- Orlando Magic pulled it out. And it was like, cool, you got Shaq. Yep. It, was like, right. it was like, it wasn't even an argument of who was the number one pick. It was like. Kind of like Nick got Michael Jordan in this one. Yeah. Well, and the other happening. thing. The other thing, though, too, is a lot of the experts said at the time and said this for years to come after that draft that had Shaq not been in that draft, that Alonzo Mourning would have been not only the number one pick of that year, but likely the number one pick in several other years. I mean, Alonzo Mourning was that good. Oh, yeah. He was a great ball player. Um, he just, he's a, he's I don't, I don't think he seven had. Seven-footer, true seven-footer. Yeah, he didn't have the – I mean, Shaquille O'Neal just was such a physical presence. I mean, it's just – you know, it almost it just he dwarfed anyone else. So that's kind of the thing is even if you were an amazing athlete around that time, you didn't even get noticed because everyone was watching this 300 pound seven one guy that could just and move. I mean, he could actually move. So, well, Shaq yeah. could back anybody up, too. I mean, if, if he's if they he's give him the rock and he's down at the post and you come up on him, all he has to do is start backing into you and moving you back. All right. And boom, next thing stop, you know, he's bu- under Stop the building up your team. Shaq's okay. Okay, okay at best. He's so like with all that 12% said, from free throw line. So with all that said, the final pick, number five for the Space Monkey Mafia, will be Alonzo Morning. Going to go wow. with Zo Morning. And guess what? I'm going to put him at the four spot. He's going to play my power forward to Mr. Shaq O'Neal at the five. Guess who can hang with your tall team, Mr. B? And as, I, as, as I'm team. looking at your squad, yeah, you got Shaq. You got uh, Alonzo Mourning. And Alonzo Mourning was, uh, you know, he averaged a double-double, three blocks a game. Um, I really liked him, too. He was a, one of my favorite players, too. Uh, 99 Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. And so, yeah, he was, and, and that, that was like beating out some of the big names like Hakeem, uh, Olajuwon, Dikembe Mutombo. So quality, quality pick in Mr. Alonzo Mourning. So if we're looking at my team as a whole right now, boys and girls, we have Anthony Hardaway at the point. I'm going to put uh, Mr. Air Jordan at the shooting guard. I got Mr. Pippen. Ain't easy at the small forward spot. And I got Zoe Morning at the power forward, a very powerful forward, as as Mr. B just pointed out, averaged a double double for the entire in the entirety of a career, I believe. And then we have uh Mr. Shaq O'Neal, Superman himself, at the center spot. Here we go, Mr. B, final pick for your fantastic team of the post up Malones. We need who do we need here, uh, Mister B? Let us know what are oh. what are your thoughts? Who are you staring down? Well, so what, what's, what's normally the I pick? normally I would go another center because I just want to have. <laughs> <laughs> You're like somebody in particular from our fantasy football draft. The draft's yeah. like seventeen running backs. Well, I know that guy. His, <laughs> yeah. his, name, his name rhymes with Schmith. <laughs> Schmith. Yeah. There, there is a guy on my board that if you don't take, I might be tempted to take, even though I don't even need that position. But. I digress. Please go so, ahead. So early on, when I was 
processing my team. I was like, what do I want to do? And so I was raised in the sports realm of defense wins games. Right? Okay. Okay. So, you know, I'm not a fan of the the flashy guys that are like, they'll score 40 points, but they won't play defense and they shoot 38% from the field. So I want to go with a big team that's just going to just be like, cool, if you want to shoot threes, you better make them because we're going to get all the rebounds. Reggie Miller will. Don't worry. No, he won't because, <laughs> because, because Gary Payton will glove him up. So with the fifth pick for my team, actually, that would be the uh, that's the thir- 13th pick, 14th pick, excuse me. 14th pick, yep. Would be Mr. Dikembe Matumbo. Oh, another wow. another Wow. Are you serious? Holy yeah, Lord. buddy. That Who guy's playing no small forward? No offense. So hold on. So Mr. B has to walk us through his lineup. All right, because let's, let's do it. I'd love to walk you through from the top away. down, and it's it's mostly down. All right. So at, at center, Hakeem Olajuwon. At center, David Robinson. <laughs> at center, Dikembe Mutombo. At power forward, Charles Barkley. And at point guard, Gary Payton. So you got one short dude and a bunch of freaking monsters hey, out there. And Gary Payton is 6'4". He's not short, man. He's 6'4". Is he really? Yeah. No way he's 6'4". Wow, Google it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I believe you. I believe so, you. So dude, my, you guys, my, are, my your rebound game is, will be strong. Yeah. Good luck scoring. We'll probably hold every team to like 35. Now we'll probably only put up about 40 and most of them will be Gary Payton. But I feel like, the po- oh, Hey, wow. and hang on. And what's our team name? The post up Malone's. What are we about to do? Okay. Uh, so post can I up. tell you, can I tell you how I would run this, uh, this organization here? No, you are not. even. I would in- fire the general manager <laughs> hey, immediately. You, you can't even sell hot dogs in my organization. <laughs> no, listen, hear me out. I would put M- Matumbo at the center spot. Yeah, I would I put agree. a at the power forward. He's just going to dominate every power forward that he goes up against. Robinson's got a little finesse to him. I would put him at the at the small forward. David Robinson, <laughs> seven foot one. I like, I, like it. I like small forward, and I would let Peyton and Barkley handle the uh, the, the the guard the duties. Court. Yeah, the guard duties. I this is a let's this put is it this a way. scary team. Yeah, scary you guys team. want a piece of this team now? If you think about it, hey. there is a reason no NBA coach in history has ever played <laughs> three centers at the same time. Well, so hey. obviously, Mr. B knows well, something that all those All Star and Hall of Fame coaches did not know. Well, but did they also have three centers centers of that caliber? I mean, these are all three Hall of Fame true. centers. So, I mean, imagine that you got seven footer, a seven one foot. They're actually all think I think they're all seven one. So you got three all seven one, yeah, yeah, and Man. yeah, you and got yourself I, a uh, tall squad. So so far, it's not. I mean, you better pick a ninja of a player, Marcus, for your team to even compete against my squad. Well, Before at this we point, hit, I got a bunch of short guys. Well, so right so now, gotta, <laughs> your biggest guy is Carl Malone at six eight. Um, I mean, Charles Barkley would just shut him down. So take a walk. Take a walk. <laughs> All right, so final pick of wonderful nineties draft. I might just go the opposite route at this point because I'm gonna run circles. I mean, here's the difference. My guys are gonna make all their shots. Well so you know, I, I think we don't need to worry about rebounding as much. I got shooters. That's what I got on my team. One guy to feed the rock to all the shooters. So 
would you guys be offended if I bring up some honorable mentions at this point? Hold off, I would. I'm yeah, considering. Yeah, hold off on those. Won't you make you, your pick? Okay. Tell us. Go. No, I think it's fair. Go ahead. Tell right, us. the last right, pick right, of the draft. All right. Who are all you right. staring down? Who are you staring down? I'm not going to name off everybody, but there's one or two guys that I'm torn between. Right. So I just kind of want to walk the audience through. This is a big pick. This is Mister Irrelevant. Right. The last pick well, of the draft. He's probably still a Hall of Fame player, but yeah. Probably, probably. <laughs> so, yes, I need a center, and Patrick Ewing is sitting out there. Somebody stole Dikembe Mutombo. Patrick Ewing. Excuse me. Ewing? Everybody knows that. <sighs> anyway, so the other Hardaway, Tim Hardaway is out there. Oh, the only yeah. other guy that's that's a attractive to me because i could slide carl malone into the center spot would be the rain man sean kemp because that guy is a powerhouse oh and he, he's got a highlight reel through the roof i mean but I'm, I'm gonna come at it from a different angle and you guys might judge me for this but i don't care i'm gonna do it anyway as much it. as i want to take sean kemp it's like oh man do it he's that good and as much as i want to take patrick Ewing. <laughs> I'm going to go with a guy who at this point in the nineties or in the nineties in general was just coming into the league, just starting to get his feet underneath him. Mr. Tim Duncan. Ooh. No. So no. Tim Duncan, you guys probably didn't even for. know no. he rode right under he, the, he, he didn't enter the league till 99, didn't he? Right. <laughs> so yeah. you guys let one of the best centers. <laughs> well, but here's the problem with that pick here, Mr. Mark. What's that? The problem with that pick is when we're, when we're picking these guys, we're looking at guys as from their nineties career. And so you ah, have, guys, you have guys like, you have guys like magic Johnson, Larry bird that were very good and they were on their way out in 91, 92. And so even those guys, those two are, are better basketball players than a lot of the people we drafted here today. Of course. I love yeah. Tim Duncan. I love Tim Duncan. He's but one of not my no, favorite, but not no rookie Tim Duncan. He's one of so, my favorite ball players of all time. And, and I, I love your pick. I think it's a fantastic pick, especially when you need a center, but he's also a guy that can score the ball. He he can play really good offense. Uh, he is a seven footer, so he does fill that center role for you. Uh, well, and yeah, I, I'm I'm a little surprised. So, I didn't so, so put him on my board because and, and of Big his, Nick. His short if you if you remember, so to throw it back in '99 when he played, he was he actually played power forward because mm-hmm. the Admiral David uh, Robinson was playing center. Right. So I will tell you guys, and you are correct about that. He actually came into the league in 97, 98. Oh, so it was a year earlier. So sorry. So he had three seasons in the 90s. And by his third season, two seasons, the 98, 99, 2000. Oh, you you might be right. Excuse me. Excuse me, Marcus. So by the end, he was averaging 0.6 points per game less than Hakeem Olajuwon. No, he was okay. he was a stud. So that means he was already balling in his third year by the end of the nineties. So I am perfectly satisfied with my pick of Tim Mark. Duncan, big man, 
Tell sleeper black. pick for Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, the looks that. on your guys' face is enough <laughs> to make me happy. <laughs> I got to point out here again I think that Mark has, feelings are hurt, I think. Mark has a difficult time with the word decade. He he has a big problem with that. He just said 99 2000. 2000 is 2000. It's yeah. not in the 90s. So Exactly, but if you look at the NBA season, at least half of it is still in the 90s. <laughs> Hey, he was averaging over 20 points a game since hey, he was a rookie. He got so it's him not on, he like got the guy was a scrub. Yeah. It's not like the guy was a scrub. He'd been in since 97. Well, hang on. So, so I, we at least got to do this with. I, I, yeah. Marcus, love the pick. <laughs> love the pick. Love the pick. I do like the pick. I let's, let's put this way. So let, let me step it back then. So in 97 and 98, he averaged two and a half blocks per game, 20, over 21 points per game, 21.7 points per game. Compared to Hakeem Olajuwon in the 90s, who averaged 23.9 points per game and three and a half blocks per game. So I'll take Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, but you get an extra two <laughs> points a game and one block. Oh, uh, but is your I'll take it, that. But is his name, what's, what's Tim Duncan's nickname? Tim Duncan. See, it's all it's all about the nickname. We can fire through a uh, big nick in our team name. We got team name or uh, slogans for day. No, Tim, Patrick Ewing would have been I, a safe pick, but I, I wanted Timothy, to go outside. The Timothy, the guy, Duncan. Now, I'll tell you who I was actually really tempted to take, and I can't believe did not get picked up in the entire draft. Dominique Wilkins. So he was one, the human highlight reel, right? Yeah. Right. He's another one. Just watch watch some videos of him. He's like, he just sort. And I, I think the reason why he probably wasn't huge on our list is because he was kind of inconsistent with scoring like early in the nineties. He was really good. And then it kind of like, there's a couple, yeah, didn't he play in China for a couple of years in yes, the nineties? That's exactly right. Big. And, and he was kind of on his way at, like he, he, he was really good and dominant in the late eighties and yeah, he started I, to taper off really quick. And I think yeah. part of that was his, his run in, in China. Yeah. Cause I think for, for some reason, I want to guess he started playing like in like 87, so, you know, even by 94, he's already been playing for, you know, seven or eight years. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think there was some of that kind of stuff. But I, I love Dominique Wilkins. And mm-hmm. here's, an, here's another guy that I thought was going to make the list. Thunder Dan Marley. Yeah, he was on my board. Yeah. And, I mean, if we're just going to rattle these off, I'll, I'll just yeah, rattle, 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 yeah, some rattle a few off. Uh, the, uh, the pot-smoking Latrell Spreewell. Spreewell. Yeah, he was a big star in the 90s, uh, but yeah. he he found a lot of problems on the court and off the court uh, that kept him <laughs> off the court a lot. But when he, when he was able to play and could, I mean, he was one of the best. I mean, he, he yeah. could have had a, he was top, a, a top-notch career if he wanted to. And his teammate, my boy and Marcus's boy, Chris Mullen. Yeah, yes. so let's talk about that for a little bit. I found it very interesting that Chris Mullen didn't make it on a team out of our three teams, and also Patrick Ewing, two guys that were on the original dream team. And who else did we leave off? We left off Tim Hardaway as well. Yes, and yeah, Tim Hardaway didn't make it. Remember, either. remember, was it the uh, was it a Pizza Hut commercial where? Is remember back in the day when you got the street basketball when you ordered like oh, a yeah. large pepperoni yeah. cheese oh, pizza? Yes. I do get the, the street wow. basketball, and I think Tim Hardaway was on that commercial. Remember, and at the end he goes, "I got skills," and that was <laughs> that was such a cool little ending to the commercial. Like he would just school this guy, and then he's like, "I got skills," and 
So I'm surprised that Hardaway didn't make it onto a team. Sean Kemp didn't make Sean Kemp Kemp was like a bigger, badder version of of Dominique Wilkins to me. That's what I was. He was. That's what I was good. He took a lot of crap because he got overweight after, you know, his playing or I guess later in his playing career and things like that. But but in his prime, I mean, Sean Kemp was an absolute monster. Well, and he's and and he had a teammate that left shrimp. Yeah. Right, it was another yeah. guy that, and, that was and, well, and well. Gary Payton was his teammate too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, I always think we, of NBA we, Jam. We, we could pull up the top things. thirty guys from the nineties, and it's like it's like six teams make up that because a lot of these guys yeah. had to play off each other. That's, I mean, even yeah. like look at Mark's team. Mark has three teams making up his whole roster, or not Mark, yeah. Nick. Sorry, but it's. I mean, I think that was the thing back then is guys helped other guys excel, you know, versus I, I'm yeah, just, I agree. not so much about the, the NBA now. But um, another guy I thought was surprised that was left off was um, Kevin Johnson, Phoenix yeah, Suns. Yeah, point yeah guard. Phoenix Suns had a, had a dominant team. For Did a you while. guys know that he is the uh, mayor of Sacramento? I did. Really? I voted for him. That's interesting because wow. <laughs> you you live not in Sacramento, so that's interesting. But yeah, it's all true. I voted for him in my heart. But in my so heart. so if we were going to do a sixth man award, my sixth man award was going to go to uh, Grant Hill, small forward, Detroit yeah. Pistons. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. from Xavier Xavier University, exactly. Yeah, Cincinnati, so Ohio. Cincinnati guy, but he was a guy that his uh, first five seasons, his statistics, like almost mirrored uh lebron james yeah i mean he was old, really good i mean he, he yeah got, the, for some the, reason went under the radar i don't know why but well and he he started off i mean so like here his 1990 stats so 95 to 99 20 points a game eight rebounds a game six and a half assists a game one and a half steals shot 47 percent. the problem was then he just it kind of deteriorated from there, but his first five seasons, I mean, he was amazing. Wait a second. Wait, wait, what are you guys talking? I thought Grant Hill played for Duke. Who are you guys talking about? Did you say Xavier? Yeah. I think Mark's wrong on that. He played for Duke. 100%. I'm a Dukey. I'm a, I'm a Duke fan. Oh, maybe I'm I'm thinking of a different. Yeah. Yeah, Never mind. You always want to ignore. You always want to ignore Mark when he talks about college players because he's not. But that that would have been my sixth man award would have been Mr. Grant Hill. And fun fact, because Nick loves fun facts, is I have a Christmas tree ornament of Grant Hill. <laughs> you have? Why do you have that? I don't know how I got it. I think maybe like my stepmom bought it for me. But it's like a, one of those little Christmas trees, and it's Grant Hill like shooting a jumper. And so every year I put it up, and my wife's like, are we seriously putting this up again this year? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we are. It's Grant Hill. It wouldn't be Christmas without yeah, Grant Hill. He averaged 20 points a game. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he deserves it. Yeah, Brian Grant is who I was thinking of. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, Pretty Brian close, Grant. Whatever. Well, and I remember that because in, in the early 90s, we had the big throwdown between the Duke Blue Devils and the Fab Five of Michigan oh, yeah. Wolverines. Yep. And that that's like a, a storied uh, game. I, want, I was going to say rivalry, but I, it's not a rivalry. Uh, but that was a storied uh, uh, matchup there. Two two of the very very best, and there was some heated moments that that between those two teams. And Grant Hill was involved in some of those. Um, in fact, I think it was Jalen Rose that said some very unkind 
words to Mr. Grant Hill during some of those <laughs> games and interviews leading up to the game. But Grant Hill, man, you look at him and he's he he's his his numbers for the nineties are amazing. No, when that, you look at him. They're and, like so I know he was good. I knew he was good, but they're surprisingly well big they, numbers. It, it was like just kind of sneaky because he was just always competing. And then the problem is like I think into the two thousands they just diminished. So like it's it kind of gets lost because he played for another four or five years, but his 1990s averages were awesome. I mean, he was, again, he was on LeBron James status, basically. I mean, putting up, you know, he was only like maybe five or six points short of LeBron James, but assists, rebounds, steals. I mean, he was playing the whole deal as a small forward. So there was a guy that uh, was one of my favorite players as a kid, and he definitely was stronger probably in the early 90s than he was in the late because he got traded. But he um, he was a little inconsistent, which was probably part of his issue. But Grandmama, Larry oh, Johnson. Larry Johnson. I mean, yeah. the Charlotte Hornets were one of my favorite teams for that reason. And then when the Grandmama commercials came out, Oh, I mean, Larry Grandmama Johnson. Yeah, I mean that I don't know. They, as a kid, he was like one of my favorite players, but he had up and down years. I mean, there was years where he'd average 22 points, you know, per game and then there was others where it was 16 points per game. So, yeah. he was just uh, the, but, he was the thunder dunker. Exactly. And I think that's probably why I liked him. He got traded to the Knicks, you know, a little after the mid 90s, but um but he was a big guy. I'm just a few other ones that are out there. Dennis Rodman um all oh, the rebound and, he rebound king man yeah mm-hmm. and even isaiah thomas i mean you know I, he's, i'll choke a guy i'll choke a guy <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a name guy and obviously you know didn't didn't make any fans during that documentary we talked about earlier the last dance yeah but, uh, but he was a solid player the, the 90s was it was solid man i mean there was well, a lot of, a lot of you good do, players you know i mean when you talk about the 90s there's a guy you have to bring up and not even that i would say he's a pick but uh mr john uh starks oh yeah yeah john the Knicks. i mean yep. just i mean he was just he like dunked a, on on uh was it jordan that he dunked on well he just remember he was oh i mean it, that one yeah. it was it, it was nick's bowls like wasn't it three years in the 90s in the playoffs so like yeah. i just remember like I, I i never liked john starks because i always liked michael jordan so me as a kid was very kind of in my mind of john starks being kind of a jerk but that well, he just, was. That, didn't he headbutt uh, Reggie Miller? Oh, he did that, and then he, you know, used to he, he headbutted Reggie Miller. Yeah, and I don't have any st- stats on John Starks, but you know, again, I just remember him being like the guy that had to guard two Hall of Fame basketball players. So, I mean, good yeah, luck. Yeah, it, it was the '93 playoffs when he dunked on Michael Jordan and Horace Grant, and that was like I remember seeing mm. that on Sports Center as a kid and being like, "Oh my gosh, that guy just freaking dunked on <laughs> one of the greatest players of all time and Horace Grant, who was Jorge a, Grant. He was a good player as well. Remember, remember those know? sweet goggles he had? Yeah, Horace Grant was a good player, and, and I was not. You cannot tell this by my team. I was not a fan of the Bulls. Well, can't uh, tell it at all. You, yeah, your team says otherwise because. <laughs> well, the, I'm not going to deny. You're going to change the had, monkey to a bull, I think. They had two really good ball players. I mean, I, I look. I'm sitting here looking at the board. I'm creating my own team. I I don't know where these guys played ball at. I I I I'm 
blind to any of that. And I'm just building my team with the best ball players I can find around. But I was not a Bulls fan, but but I did like Horace Grant. I liked watching Horace Grant play. He was he was a he was a the grinder. He was a tough guy. He was a grinder, a big, big time utility player. Uh for sixth man on my team. I'm going Real, to actually go hold with... on, hold on. Let, let me stop you, Big Nick. <laughs> Bring it back. Which, Big what Nick. was your team name again? Remind me one Space more time. Space Monkey Mafia. The Space Monkey Mafia, yeah. I think with the current players you have on your team, you could easily go Space Bulls. Space Bulls. <laughs> it could be the Space Bulls. Space Bulls Space Magic. Bulls. Exactly. <laughs> Space anyway, Bulls Magic. Proceed. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> you could have had it all, Nick. Space Bulls. You could have had, had it all. all. Hey, I think I do have it all. And you know what? I'm going to add the cherry on top with my sixth man. I know this nice. wasn't really part of the draft, but since we're here, since we're talking about it, I'm going to go with a guy that's got the frame that can kind of fill any role on my team. Should I need a plug and play? As they say, I'm going to go with Mr. Sean Kemp the and man. put him as the rain man. man. Cause in a pinch, I could put him at center. I could put him at power forward. He, I mean, he's just a, He's a beast. He's a strong dude. I, I'll, I'll take him as my sixth man. So, shall he's we a midget up? on Mr. B's team. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> so, let, let, let's Big Nick. Let me give you a little recap here. So, so Big Nick with his team, he went very standardized. Yeah, he's got he's got two big guys. He's got a little guy. He's got you know. So he's got two centers, a small forward, a point Come guard, on. and a shooting guard. Come on, come on. You want to make me sound vanilla well, here hang on. No, look I, at my team. Look that formula has only well, worked on. for yeah, decades. That, <laughs> that, that formula's only worked for the history of basketball. So let's be I'm not no trying to I'm, I'm not trying to slam you, Big Nick, but let's I mean you got uh, two centers, a point guard, a small forward, and a shooting guard. So your team's looking pretty solid. Not to mention one of those guys is Michael Jordan. So we move on to my team, the post up Malones. We got three centers, a power forward, and a point guard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. One we tiny had, and a bunch of bigs. You know, my thought is uh, it would be an interesting thing if you could pull that off. I'd be curious to see, like, how would that would look in basketball to have three seven-footers that could play, you know, Charles Barkley at power forward and then the glove. But so I, Let I, me tell you how it would work out, Mr. B. Hit me. Big Nick. How many fast breaks do you think we get on Mr. B's team? About 30. <laughs> <laughs> As those guys lumber down the hardwood trying to make it back hey, to play David, defense. David Robinson's better shape than probably anybody on all these That's teams, true, right? but he's going to need it because he's going to be yeah. running. And That's then, your small forward. Yeah. And then Marcus Fry's team here went with the... Pure athletes. Yeah. Pure <laughs> athletes. And look, look, not a center on the team. If you're, I mean, I mean Tim, Duncan's six eleven. Yeah, Duncan Tim, is six yeah. eleven. He's from St. Croix, though. That's cool. I mean, in hindsight, island, I probably should have picked Patrick Ewing. But, but we got, we got, we got, another, we got a two power forwards, a point guard, a shooting guard, and a small forward. So, I mean, it's interesting. The three of us, Nick went kind of traditional team. I went huge, and Mark went kind of smaller team. I mean, not and not saying one's right or wrong, but I, I like that. I think that's kind of cool that we dynamic. all, yeah, the dynamic there is that, I mean, if I'm looking at it correctly, it looks like I win 
<laughs> Nick, oh Nick, Nick probably gets a second yeah. place, yeah. and Mark is no. third place. No, no way. At some point, <laughs> no at way. some point, those guys are going to have to come out because I'm going. To, here's what I'm going to do. First thing, Brian's team needs a break already. <laughs> before tip off, yeah, before tip off, I'm going. I'm marching right up to the ref and I'm saying, "Look, Mister Referee, I'm going to hold you to the three second rule all day and night tonight against Mister B's team, <laughs> holding you to the three second rule." And you know what? I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to make those boys run a little bit. And where it's going to get yeah. difficult for you, look, Robinson can run. Olajuwon can move with the best of the big men. I think I think I could get Matumbo winded, though. I think I could get Matumbo winded. But, but, you, but, but can you get it winded when he starts doing the finger wag and saying, that's, <laughs> no, that's no, another no. block? I mean, I, I feel like every game my team plays will have 74 blocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did predict a 12 to nothing score. <laughs> yeah, right. So, good luck. So, for those of you keeping score at home, let me run through these teams one more time. We have the Space Monkey Mafia with Michael Air Jordan at the point. We have Shaquille O'Neal, Scotty Pippen, Anthony Hardaway, and Zoe Morning. For Mr. B's team, the Post Up Malones, we have Akeem the the Dream the, the Dream. Yeah, and we have Mr. Robinson, the Admiral, Sir Charles Barkley, Gary the Glove Peyton, and Dikembe, not in my house, Matumbo. Boom! And for Mr. Mark's team, the Pippin Ain't Easy. <laughs> we have Carl hey, hang on, the Sans Pippin, just so you know. Sans best Pippin. team name. We can at least agree upon that, right? Yes. I, I mean, I okay. thought mine was good, but Pippin Ain't Easy is clearly number one. <laughs> The we have Carl Malone, the mailman. We also have John Stockton, who's one of my favorite players of the nineties. Reginald Miller, Mr. Reggie Miller himself. And we have Clyde the Glide Drexler and Tim Duncan, the man from St. Croix. I'll tell you what, boys. Well done. Three really good teams. I wish that we could we need to get some kind of video game set up here where we could put Ooh. these guys on actual teams and throw down and eat just just consume frozen pizzas and bowls of cereal and beers and play this thing out into a uh fight to the death type tournament. Big Nick, I think that you just spelled out a very interesting weekend right there. I think you did, sir. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to actually materialize that. There's got to be pretty amazing a way we can pull that off with one of the new basketball games where, yeah, we we create the team. NBA 2K's got it. We battle. We, it we battle in a round robin tournament. See who's the best team that wins. I like that. And that's tune that's, in, y'all. Maybe yeah, we'll have to do uh, live fun. stream that. And or while something. we're at it, maybe throw in a couple pizzas and some cereal, like Big Nick said. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, boys and girls, it's been fun to get out of the sandbox for a week and get it on to the B-Ball Court. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Big Kid Show. Until next time, bye for now. See you. Peace.